Chapter 23 of Grace Harlowe with the American Army on the Rhine by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ashley Jane. Chapter 23 A Desperate Plot Revealed. Elfreda had been informed of the proposed visit and carefully instructed by her companion as to her part in it. The girls spent a quiet evening until ten o'clock when Grace got up and pinned her blouse on the wall, then put out the light and raised the shade. Peering out, she saw a shadowy figure outlined in the darkness. After observing it keenly for a moment, the Overton girl cautiously raised the window that she had greased in the grooves to prevent squeaking. No sooner had she done so than the figure moved forward quickly. The visitor was Captain Boucher in his stockinged feet. He peered up into the face of Grace Harlowe and climbed into the room with no more disturbance than a cat would have made. Not a word had been spoken. Grace lowered the window and stood motionless gazing out into the darkness, which vigil she kept for several moments, then pulled down the shade and lighted a candle. "'Take a seat,' whispered Grace. "'Should anyone knock, crawl under the bed and be sure to take your shoes with you. They wouldn't look well standing out in the middle of our room.' The captain nodded and glanced curiously at the blouse pinned up on the wall, but Grace pretended not to have observed his exhibition of curiosity. She handed him a book, beckoned him to a chair, whereupon she and Elfreda sat down and began chatting in their ordinary tone, discussing their German study. Captain Boucher now and then would lay down his book to listen and observe the faces of the two girls, which he found an interesting study, especially Grace's, with its rapidly changing expression that left one in a state of bewilderment as to what particular emotion was predominant. A slight sound as of someone opening a door in the front room was heard. Grace's head turned ever so little, and though the expression on her face did not change, attentiveness and intelligence swam instantly into her eyes. The captain, observing, bent his own ears to the sound that had arrested Grace Harlowe's attention. She glanced at her watch, nodded to Elfreda, and greatly to the amazement of her caller, got down and crawled under the bed. Grace emerged a moment later, her face flushed, her hair in slight disorder, and smiled radiantly at the visitor. She offered no explanation to the captain, but nodding to Elfreda, the latter began speaking of the girls of the Overton unit. It was half after eleven when Grace, hearing movement again in the front room, got up and went over to the captain. Leaning over him, she placed her lips close to his ear. "'You will please crawl under the bed,' she whispered. "'You will find the carpet drawn back, and by groping you will find a hole in the floor made by the arger that you so kindly loaned to me. "'Place your ear to the hole and listen. "'Do not move, and be sure to control your breathing to the limit.' Have a handkerchief ready in case you find you have to cough or sneeze. I think you will hear something interesting. 
Afterwards, I will supply any points that may be required to explain any remarks you may hear and not understand. Do not come out or move until I snap my finger. Here, you forgot your shoes, she reminded him, picking up and handing them to him. The captain flushed and accepted the shoes and the rebuke with a profound bow. The Overton girls watched him with interest and both were obliged to admit that the captain was very agile. He wriggled under and out of sight without making a sound, then all was silence. Listening as intently as she might, she failed to hear his breathing. Grace then removed the blouse from the wall. Let's turn in, Elfrida. I'm terribly sleepy, yawned Grace. Putting out the light, the two girls threw themselves on the bed and apparently went to sleep. There was a long wait without a sound coming from the man under the bed. Grace heard the trap raised, though she had not heard anyone walking. She snapped her fingers once, receiving a similar signal from the man on watch at the arger hole. Silence settled over the house until perhaps five minutes later the Overton girls heard the drone of a faraway voice. It came from the cellar and the chief of the army intelligence department was listening to every word that the voice uttered. Grace Harlow found herself wishing that she might see the expression on the face of Captain Boucher at that moment. End of chapter 23 Recording by Ashley Jane